0: The following podcast is a presentation of Answers for Elders featuring the Swedish Hospital Financial Department.
1: Welcome back to the program, everyone. I am so excited to have a lovely lady across the, from me here in the studio, uh, Joanna Van Hollebeck from Swedish Hospital. And Joanna, you are in the financial aid area. What specifically, welcome, first of all, welcome to the program. And second, tell us a little bit about what you do for Swedish
0: uh, well, thank you for having me here, Suzanne. I really appreciate uh, being uh, able to represent Swedish on Answers for Elders. Um, so I am a patient financial advocate at uh, Swedish Hospital. And uh, part of what we do is we help people who are um, uninsured or underinsured, um, help find sources for paying their bills. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that includes helping people sign up for Medicaid or um, uh, our financial assistance program, our Mm -hmm. in-house financial assistance program, um, and uh, all sorts of uh, sources that we can You know, Diana,
1: what I love about it is you truly are an advocate. You are a partner for that patient so that they can – you know, concentrate on whatever health issues that they're facing. And, of course, we can talk a little bit about it a little later on the kind of the services that you provide. But specifically for seniors, I'm sure that there's a lot of seniors out there that um, are probably hesitant to go into um, any sort of hospital situation or healthcare situation because they ignore it because they're on fixed incomes. And maybe Medicare doesn't cover everything. Maybe they're in a situation where they don't want to lose, they can't afford to lose any income and they're going without medications, things like that. So you're such a valuable resource here in the community. Well, thank you. I love what I do and I love where I work. You know, one of the things I think that's really interesting about this whole world of seniors is the fact that A lot of us are checking our senior parents into retirement living or we're going into rehab facilities or things like that or skilled care or independent living. And I know from my mom when I was doing her paperwork, one of the key questions I was asked, which I had no clue about, was what hospital do you want? And it was kind of threw me off guard because – as a consumer out there, I thought that the hospitals were all the same. I didn't know. And you know what my answer was? What? And I'm going to throw that at you. <laughs> I said, is there a difference? And they laughed and they said, well, we can't really direct you in, other, in any way. So, Joanna, tell me, what's the difference?
0: Well, uh, Swedish is incredible for so many reasons. Um, You won't find a more uh, comprehensive, complete care than you will at Swedish. Um, We offer many different types of services, including uh, behavioral health, neuroscience, pregnancy and childbirth, um, orthopedics, pediatrics, the list goes on and on. Um, And we have several campuses across Washington State that encompass uh, these services. Um, One in Edmonds, Mill Creek, Ballard, um, Issaquah, Redmond. I mean, we're really, um, you know, we we have a a vast network um, in our hospital. Well, and I do know, too,
1: that you guys do a lot of work with Specifically with seniors, I know that we used to take my mom to your wound care um, mm-hmm. area over in um, Edmonds. In Edmonds, yeah. And um, amazing work they do. Amazing.
0: Yeah. I am very proud of where I work. with Everyone is so compassionate, and we just, uh, you know, we all have uh, the same vision, and, uh, you know, that's just to be completely committed to our patients in every capacity. And, and I love doing the financial work that I do because I get to, I get to help them in a different way than some of the clinical staff does.
1: So do you have a particular story in mind that you can share with us of how you've been able to help some, you know, a family specifically in the
0: area? Oh, uh, too many to list really. Um, you're putting (laughs) me on the spot here,
1: I know, (laughs) but I mean, obviously a lot of us have been you know, we hesitate going to the doctor We until it's too late. And then we end up in the emergency room, and we're terrified. Obviously, some of us are low income. Some of us are no income. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's sad that a lot of seniors today are... You know, barely making it as it is mm-hmm. um, on such a small Social Security or low-income kind of a situation. So what would happen if somebody came to you? What's the process?
0: So um, if somebody is uninsured or underinsured, they um, are referred to me by one of the staff. Um, and we first uh, see if they qualify for Medicaid first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so we go through the application process for that. Um, If they don't qualify for that, then we have other options. We next pursue uh, the charity care program through Mm -hmm. Swedish. Um, And if you qualify for that program, we can write off your bill up to 100%. And what is exactly, what is the Charity Care pro- Program? So um, it's basically, uh, depending on what um, level of income you're at, mm-hmm. you can qualify for the program, which would basically erase all of your bills through Swedish. So if you're under a certain income um, and you have, you know, thousands of dollars um, incurring mm-hmm. um, because, you know, th- this, this, and that, um, if, if you qualify for that program, then we would be able to write off those bills and you wouldn't have um, to worry about them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, we're a nonprofit hospital. um, And so, you know, a large part of what we do is uh, charity write-offs. And I'm very, very proud of that. I I love it.
1: Well, you know, I know that I was in and out of Swedish Edmonds with my mom a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I have to say they were amazing. They were, you know, compassionate, caring, um, listened to me, um, was helpful with her, um, respectful to seniors, um, you know you go to other places and I, you know running the the gamut that I did with my mom. I remember a couple times actually confronting doctors, not in your hospital, not any, (laughs) but it's like, excuse me, but talk to her, don't talk to me, don't talk to her. Like she's not a part of, you know, this conversation. This is her health. This is her time. And of course, there's a lot of families out there that have a low income, you know, parent, And they're concerned about making sure that they get the best care possible. Absolutely. Now, if you were going to talk to a whole, you know, if you're obviously you're working with the senior, but you probably are working with. Their adult children, in many cases, and Mm -hmm. helping get them qualified. How does that process work?
0: Um, A lot of times, uh, we're unable to talk to the patient for whatever reason, and so Mm -hmm. we are um, having to deal with, uh, you know, next of kin, and and, you know, more often than not, it's a child, an adult Mm -hmm. child, Mm -hmm. Um, and so uh, you know, usually we will work directly with them with the patient permission, Um, and uh, and and you know, that usually goes really well. Um, I I enjoy working uh, with them as well. Um, and we will um, help them apply for these services um, basically using their family members as a conduit perfect yeah we are
1: talking to joanna van hollebeck from swedish hospital and she is a Financial advocate. Is that correct? Patient financial financial advocate. advocate. (laughs) I love that title. I love it too. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have, I'm a big positive thing on advocacy. So as opposed to using that word, as opposed to a caregiver, because it's really, it's got a different connotation. And that's what I like about you because you truly are a partner in that. So in working with families, obviously, um, In most cases, they need to have a power of attorney or at least an approval by the patient. Is that correct? Yes. What happens if there isn't that? doctor, uh, factor in place. Are you still able to talk to the family to a certain degree or is there a little bit more of a challenge?
0: Uh, there's a little bit more of a challenge, but you know, there's certain things that we can uh, talk to them about without violating HIPAA, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but, exactly. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, it is preferred to, uh, you know, get power of attorney and, and get authorization mm-hmm. uh, from the patient. Oftentimes, like you said, it's not possible, but there's still things that we can do to help them sure. and we do everything that we can. Sure. And then
1: as far as the, um, whole Medicare thing. Obviously, you work in conjunction with seniors with Medicare, but there's certain times that Medicare is not going to cover certain treatments, maybe. Um, and sure. so, so how do you work I- within that realm?
0: So um, typically, uh, people that qualify for Medicare will also qualify for Medicaid. And so one of the things that I love to do for our Medicare recipients specifically is help them sign up for Medicaid as a supplement. Um, to their primary insurance. Mm-hmm. And what that does is whatever Medicare doesn't pay, uh, Medicaid uh, usually will pick up the majority of the remainder uh, patient responsibility. And so what ends up happening is they don't really have any bills left over that mm-hmm. they need to pay after Medicaid pays right. its portion. Right. Um, and and I, I love doing that for them. I love seeing the smile on their face mm-hmm. when they discover, oh my gosh, I don't have to pay. You know, it's, it's a wonderful feeling.
1: Well, it's wonderful that you are there for them. And most certainly you can do so much for the community and, and helping our seniors in this area. Um, I'm now I'm curious, speaking of Medicare, uh, obviously you have got to be the, the queen of understanding how all of this comes together. A lot of us in the world of, you know, navigating senior care. We don't necessarily understand how Medicare works and there's also a lot of fear about, you know, what is going to
0: happen in the future. Can you just give me a quick overview of what it covers? Um, well, it, there's different parts to Medicare, as as you probably mm-hmm. know. Uh, Medicare Part A and B are often referred to as uh, Original Medicare, mm-hmm. um, and Medicare Part C is uh, usually like a Medicare Advantage plan mm-hmm. um, or an MA plan. Medicare D is uh, prescription drug coverage. Right. So, you know, all of those uh, parts in, encompass uh, Medicare. Um, So for Medicare Part A specifically, it provides coverage and benefits for inpatient hospital care, um, and inpatient stays in uh, skilled nursing facilities and and hospice, things like that. Um, For B, um, it provides coverage and benefits for uh, doctors and and clinical services. So it's more on the clinical side as opposed to the hospital side. Um, And then C is a way of getting Medicare A and B coverage basically uh, put together, and those are the- Kind the, of a combination. Yeah, the combo plans, like the the Medicare Advantage plans. And then part D is a standalone plan, right. like the prescription coverage um, that you can purchase additionally as well. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So Joanna, how if I'm a senior and I, I wanna inquire about help with medical expenses um, at Swedish,
0: how do I reach you? Um, so you can uh, reach me. Um, I am uh, actually located at the Swedish Ballard location, and I am in the uh, I'm the sole patient financial advocate there. I love that. <laughs> and uh, and I'm at the patient accounts office there in the main hospital. Perfect. Um, you can also uh, reach me by telephone. Um, my direct is 206-781-6118, and I'm available Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to four thirty p.m. to answer questions. Joanna. Thanks for being on the program. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me, Suzanne. This podcast is a presentation of Answers for Elders. To learn more about Answers for Elders, go to AnswersforElders.com.
1: Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show.